All right, everybody, welcome back to the College Film Runner podcast. Today, I am joined with my good friend, Michaela Doucette. Michaela, thank you so much for agreeing to come on. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, so I know you are quite a Marvel fan, and today I'd like to talk to you about uh, Captain America Civil War. And I know recently um, you did a whole rewatch of the entire MCU. What was that like? Um, it's quite an undertaking. I definitely had to do it while I was not taking classes. Um, mm -hmm. So during winter break, <laughs> I needed to spend a lot of time watching it. Um, yeah, it's definitely a chore. <laughs> mm -hmm. So out of all of the MCU movies, what would you say is your favorite and why? Um, I would say the original Iron Man is my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, I just think Tony Stark is an awesome character and just like a lot of heck yeah moments in yeah, that movie it's uh -huh. so good yeah for sure and yeah that's the movie that like started the mcu and now the mcu is like one of the one of the biggest movie franchises i would say um but i specifically wanted to talk to you about civil war because i feel like a lot of the a lot of the other marvel movies are i would say yeah pretty much all of them they're pretty much you know very straightforward very similar kind of plot idea of like good triumphs evil you introduce this villain that like usually dies or goes to like prison at the end or something but civil war i feel like kind of i don't know broke that formula a little bit and i think that's part of why it was so successful because you have like the whole team cap team iron man idea and like they kind of leave it ambiguous as to like who you should root for in that movie but yeah just like when thinking about Civil War, what are just some of your initial thoughts on that movie? Yeah, um, I I would definitely agree. There's like a whole cookie cutter kind of idea when it comes to heroes versus villains. And then you definitely see in this movie, it's kind of like evil versus division of that. So it's kind of like, well, there's these two good sides. So you kind of like break it down even further. Right. If you could do something would you you know that's what i definitely think surface level that you find kind of like that question of mm -hmm. with the sokovia accords it's like well do you go against that which is inherently bad because like the eu right the eu the e something like that who have all things, the countries yeah. that made the sokovia accords would you go against what they think is best would you intentionally break the law because you think that's good or mm -hmm. would you follow the law because you also think that's good mm -hmm. yeah definitely because it's like you know before the sokovia accords are introduced it's like the avengers and they're they're all you know doing what they do based on what they feel is right or what they feel like should be done but the sokovia accords it kind of introduces the idea of like having superheroes and calling them into action should be like something that like needs the government's approval just because you know there's always so much collateral damage that comes with that like you know in the first avengers movie you have the battle of new york and then age of ultron they they you know destroy a lot of sokovia um yeah. that's where the sokovia accords comes from um but yeah like it, it definitely sort of you know like that like you know when usually there's a lot of uh like choosing a sides you know it's usually like oh this side is the right choice and this side is the wrong choice but with this movie yeah it's kind of like 
you can very much see both sides and like agree um, with either Captain America, who, you know, was against the Sokovia Accords or Iron Man, who was for them. And mm -hmm. even just the marketing for the movie, like really played into that as well. Like I remember um, like when the movie was getting ready to come out, like just on Twitter, like it was like, are you team Cap or are you team Iron Man? And like Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. were like actually making videos, like reply to the fans. So just like playing into that and really getting like the audience to play into that was really interesting. Yeah. And I definitely think that it was kind of like groundbreaking how they really did show all the backlash and all the consequences of what they thought was good and fighting the evil um it's like definitely bringing into there's always a consequence behind an action mm -hmm. yeah definitely and and yeah like it sort of really kicks off in this movie when you know the scarlet witch or i guess she's just just wanda still she's yeah. not quite the scarlet witch <laughs> yet <laughs> but when she you know tries to stop an explosion but inadvertently like sends it into the building and like destroys mm -hmm. the building and like kills a whole bunch of people. And that kind of like really kicks off, I guess the civil war between the Avengers and yeah, like it's, it's just a whole interesting concept because, you know, like, like th re rethinking about it now, I can totally, you know, picture myself see like agreeing with a lot of points on both sides where it's like, you know, I think superheroes maybe do need to be kept in check mm -hmm because there is a lot of collateral damage that goes into it. Like look at um, all of the Avengers movies, all of those battles. And then look at Scarlet Witch in, in that, in that one country where she blew up the building. Mm -hmm. But then you also look at Captain America's viewpoint and it's like, okay, but if we just wait for the government to call us in, then, then the bad guys can come in and do all, you know, they can destroy everything. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I definitely think at the beginning, uh, Wanda, uh, whenever she does blow up that building, she definitely has like that whole, she has that whole mourning process, mm -hmm. if you remember, where she's just like feeling absolutely heartbroken and just like gut-wrenchingly guilty about that. Um, and it's definitely kind of like what played, what put that whole thing into place. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just like... Um, and you definitely see how, oh my gosh, I'm like blanking, <laughs> I'm blanking. Okay, so it's like so much pressure with that right there. Like you, like you can see like Wanda's guilt yeah. in that, yeah. Yeah, you can see the whole guilt and it's kind of like that's something that makes her not want to take action almost. And then it's kind of like, I think Captain America, he doesn't really see a lot of the underlying parts like what Tony Stark, Iron Man at the beginning, he was shown um, that picture of the boy who had died in Sokovia. And that was a lot of the what was fueling the guilt in his reasoning of supporting the Sokovia Accords. And it's kind of like there was a whole level of depth behind that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, even just beyond the whole idea of like, follow the law exactly or mm -hmm. could the law be bent i think you know the civil war particularly between iron man and captain america goes beyond just simply following the law or not because you have the whole degree of um winter soldier you know killed tony stark's parents um way back in the day but winter soldier well he was you know under mind control he wasn't you know he wasn't 
he wasn't himself like mm-hmm. he was you know under the winter soldier persona when he killed tony's parents mm-hmm. but um you know that's another reason as well as why tony is you know against captain america is because captain america is trying to um protect bucky the winter soldier and um so there's definitely like some some personal matters in it as well it's not just like following the law or not following the law so i guess it you know it it starts to to tie into the realm of like letting your personal feelings overlap with your duty i guess yeah and then that's a whole nother like layer of the movie definitely whenever bucky the winter soldier he's like under mind control so he's not necessarily himself so it's kind of like is he really the true evil Mm -hmm. or is he just like he's just a vessel of what's really going on so it's kind of like he shouldn't be punished for what he's been going through and he should almost be protected by what captain america would think Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely because it's like you know he well he technically did commit the murders he was under the mind control and so yeah that that leaves also another degree of ambiguity i guess of like oh should should winter soldier be punished because technically he did do it but Mm -hmm. you know like we the audience know that that he was under the brainwashing so yeah it's it's a weird thing but just just to hear your own opinion on it personally just from watching the movie were you more team cap or team iron man um well i definitely was team captain america whenever i was younger i don't know it's kind of hard not to be you know yeah um it just feels like if you were in that position you would want to do what you think is right and i think that like helping save people at surface value that seems it seems like that's the only way to go but it's like as you mature I think you kind of like realize that like the consequences behind your action and that's definitely kind of like uh Tony Stark is an older figure and I feel like he's kind of like the father of the Avengers Mm -hmm. and then there's Captain America who it's like he has he's just like so morally driven that he can only see what's right in front of him so Mm -hmm. I definitely think like as of recent years I do kind of agree with Tony Stark and I do see like the layering behind that but Mm -hmm. it really is hard to take a side yeah it definitely is yeah like really hard to take a side and you know me personally like growing up and watching all these movies and like re-watching these movies multiple times like you see in all the movies the superheroes kind of like going against the grain and doing their own thing so like naturally like when i first watched civil war naturally i kind of wanted to root for captain america because you know he's like oh i'm gonna go against the sokovia Accords and stick up for my best friend bucky so i was like yeah you know team yeah. team cap so um yeah there was like just seeing the all like all my heroes like go against the grain it was like it just felt natural mm-hmm. to to root for Cap, and I was like, oh, like you're stupid if you root for Team Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you know, now like rewatching it through like a, I guess more mature and adult lens, and not the lens of like a a fourteen, fifteen year old. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, you can definitely see the ambiguity of it, and yeah, it's a really, really, really good movie actually. Because um, I feel like there's a lot of film people who just love to hate on the Marvel cinematic universe just cuz you know a lot of those movies are so cookie cutter mm-hmm. in the plot but i think yeah there was a lot of good discussion to come from civil war yeah and then 
I, you and I both really like talking about Marvel. Um, and I think that this is one of the best movies that you could talk about that with. Mm -hmm. There's just so much behind it, like we've talked about. Um, and I really think that the Marvel universe of any other movie franchise is the most intricately woven and just really well thought out. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well, Michaela, thank you so much for coming on. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. And I will see you all next week on the College Film Runner.